everybody. Every time we come into a stadium, it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who We are back in on a Monday edition of the program. Thanks for being with us. 303-831-1340, the hotline and the text line. It's both. So call us or text us. We appreciate it. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, Another pretty full sports weekend. Got uh, some things to figure out. We'll catch up with Zach, and he can update us on maybe any other little additions the Broncos might have made over the weekend. If they got any money left to spend, how much we got to save for these rookies? I mean, we don't have no we have no first round pick. Um, that kind of probably saves us actually some money. So uh, we'll do that in just like a minute here. A lot of money, he says. Mucho. Um, I also think that, um, then we'll go out to the hotline. This team went from um, uh, not so, uh, no depth. So now a team that filled a lot of holes has some quality depth. Like, I think it's just a big boy team now. Um, But what holes are left to fill? What holes are left to fill? And I'm cool with consolidating the picks we have and just drafting, you know, four or five really good players, two who I think can contribute now and two other guys who I just really had high on my board because this team is so talented now to me. I don't know how many rookies are going to be able to kind of like hang around and make this team because it's just the beginning as um, the season gets underway that we'll see the best part of Russell Wilson happening as some of these rookies uh, emerge and teams realize, hey, this guy's not looking like we thought he was. This looks like he's in the decline. They start to trim some fat. More guys become available um, where teams don't have all that money to spend. And George Payton makes some you know, shrewd additions here Um post-draft for guys who are on rosters right now, and there might even be plans for teams keeping these guys. But plans change. Things change. So I imagine two or three or four more you know, additional additions uh, to just like that of guys who will become available uh, because of circumstances um, that are you know outside of free agency and outside of the draft here down the line as the season, the OTAs, and as the season uh, makes way. Hopefully that one of those is a um, a veteran offensive lineman, right? 100%. And some kind of corner. And then I'm probably feeling pretty good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, let's not get greedy here. As long as you can, you know, maybe re-sign a, a Bryce Callahan or get somebody else to replace him at that nickel corner spot, you know, fill that right tackle Did he void. sign somewhere or is he still on the table? He's still on the table. He made a lot of money for the Broncos the last couple of years. You might want to kick back here and give us a little bit of favor. To get me a, get us a do right here. Come back, do right. I know you're good when you're on the field, but your bones are made of pie crust. Pie, what are they? Made pie of? crust. Pie crust, yeah. Yeah. I, I do think that um, if they they make those couple moves, they could you know get some depth in the draft and they'll be set. And I really think the Broncos are going all in here because Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick restructure their deal so they could free up some more cap space. Uh, just a, not even a, a full year after signing their bonus their their uh, extensions, uh, so that shows you that they are willing to you know 
help out the team a little bit to give them a better chance of going for a run. So I think uh, the Broncos as a whole are all in and are they're, they're ready to win. I do too. I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, and I know this guy is as well. He's the former champ. He's a Hall of Famer, and he's a mayhem icon. It's the one, and it's the only. It's Ray Ray. What's up, Danny and Jake and Ma High Sports? And shout out to all the pretty elite women worldwide. It's Monday Night Raw, and enjoy our show this mo- this Monday night. And uh, WrestleMania coming up with Ronda Rousey, Brock Lesnar, and all of us at uh, Dallas Cowboys Stadium. We're going to break the world's record in, in, in audience. 90,000 fans built that stadium. It's what it's all about. We're care about the people and the kids and the youth and all the animals and the elderly and war veterans. And, hey, uh, let's get our Jimmy Johns and our uh, apple cider vinegar and, and uh, everything else. And, hey, uh, you know, you guys are rocking this show. And, hey, everybody love everybody and help everybody out. Don't mess with people's vehicles or their houses or their cars. If you need some, ask for it. And shout out to people and care for others and love others and Hey, you know, and like you were saying about your kids, Danny, I, I know I talk to kids and youth all the time. They call the women the roast. That's their language. But back in my day, we used to say, oh, that woman or your mom is pretty or she's elite or she's your dad's cool. That's how it should be. But the moms, they're special and the dads are special. Hey, and my teachers, they were very hot, like the old school Von Jovi's and George Michaels and Prince and Michael Jackson. Let's bring that back. And I'm glad the nightclubs are open. And let's rock and roll and shake it. What do you got to say, Daddy? Uh, I'm down to bring back the sexy teachers, too. I never could, you know, um, it sounds pretty good. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I, I, I'm so pumped up, Ray Ray, about the Broncos. I, you know, it's like I'm trying to save some of my energy, bro, for it because it's going to be such a thrill ride this entire season. Everything has changed. You can feel it. And I think the Broncos went 12 or 13 games and we're competing for a championship this year just like that. Right off the well, bat. You, guys, you, you guys are going to do it. You know, you guys are going to take first place, and that's what I believe in my faith right now, and the spirit with the Lord and Savior that you guys are going to take first place because you have Russell Wilson. You get to, you got your good running backs and stuff. I wish you guys would have never got rid of a Bobby Ashley that played for a Boulder and stuff. He was good. They should never trade him, but I think he's a free agent now because Houston got rid of him. But uh, Broncos need to, you know, hold on, get him back, and and you know they have other talent and stuff and. Chargers will be in second, and Kansas City will be in third, like I said, because Mahomes and his girlfriend, they got issues, and that's not going to help Mahomes and his uh, concentration. And uh, the Raiders will be at the bottom because of Josh, Josh McDaniels. He's, he'll, you know, we'll see what he does. But And Carr, he's the same, and he's not he's not uh, young, and nothing wrong with being old school, but he needs to – they need a younger quarterback to keep them in the race. But, hey, you know, in your Nuggets, let's see if they bring home a Super Bowl champion for the Nuggets and stuff, just like my Lakers. You know, and stuff. But, hey, you got to enjoy that b-ball. But, hey, I'm going to let you guys go. But God bless Ray Ray John Mike, I'm out. Yeah. Let me make a couple of corrects on, uh, on him real quick. He said Bobby Lashley. He meant Philip Lindsay. But Bobby Lashley trains here. Okay, Bobby Lashley, who's, you know, like the WWF champ right now or was, um, as well as, uh, you know, a UFC, you know, total badass. Um, he is better. Yeah. Um, is like a local dude too. I think that's what he meant there. And then he's Nuggets Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's rolling. You know, he's on some. He's rolling something. I don't, you know, that's that good old fashioned pipe, pipe dope. dope. Yeah, that Chuck Nasty 
as hooks up. All right. Um, let me ask you with just a little bit of time left in this segment. I'll help. Is Zach right there? Uh, he walked out. I need you. We'll set up a break here at the couple seconds here. I need you to think about where Baker Mayfield will land next year. Don't say yet. We'll tell him on the, the other side. side. Uh, but what else do I want you to think about here? Does Chris Bryant become an all-star here? Yes. What? No way. There are all-star like players all over. He's a 260 hitter, 24 home runs. Ugh. He's washed is what you're saying? Yeah. He might be better in like a real lineup, you know, where he gets, you know, he can't pitch around him, but really. I just, I'm not mad at Chris Bryant. Actually, I am. He took that MVP away from Arenado in like 17. That was supposed to be Arenado's MVP and some young punk and Chris Bryant kind of ripped it from him who didn't have a better year, but the Cubs are just, were kind of hot. It's snowing. Darn it. You need a ride? Uh, yeah. Okay. Let me know. Pick you wherever you need. I feel bad for you. You should. I do. We'll find you, whoever you are. If you're out there and you hear us right now, we'll find you. Father to a murdered son. Husband to a murdered wife. And Jake will have his vengeance. In this lifetime. In this lifetime. Or the next. Highness, Molly Sports. I'm reading some of the craziest stuff on Urban Meyer right now. Oh man! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! <laughs> Here's a little taste. He's talking to his players, a certain group of players. He says, quote, and do you guys know what happened if I cut you guys? You couldn't get a job paying more than $15 an hour. <laughs> the implication that his players were capable of, you know, a little more than playing football left them angry and offended. Quote, I lost all respect for him after that. Uh, not after that. Uh, long after that. Veteran receiver John Brown, right? Signed with the Jaguars as a free agent. Ran the wrong route in practice, and to correct the mistake, Brown, who's from Florida, and rookie quarterback uh, Trev uh, Lawrence ran through the route again after practice. And Urban Meyer walked up to the parents and parents said, "Hey, Trevor, you got to slow it down for him. Uh, these boys from the South, their transcripts aren't right." What the heck? Damn, this guy's a real bastard. If this stuff's true, he's a real bastard, right? Yeah, definitely. I've heard some other things, too. Uh, Such as? That he, he didn't really know who Aaron Donald was. Didn't really know who he was? Yeah, like, he's like, yeah, wh whoever that 99 guy is, I hear he's going to give us some problems. Huh. Oh, man, college football he's an idiot. and professional football are very much two different games. Two, It's two different things. And Nick Saban, you know, he... he he, I think, eventually would have had some NFL success, and he didn't flame out, but he realized pretty quick that this wasn't for him, 
And he was a college coach, and there's no shame in that. He's one of the greatest coaches ever. I mean, of all time, the greatest college coach for sure of all time. But all right, um, I mean, didn't we expect this that he was kind of a scumbag anyway? Oh yeah, for sure, most definitely. But I have two guys I want us to see if we can get figured out here. Okay, where does Baker Mayfield land, and where does Garoppolo, who reportedly the 49ers have an offer or two offers of two second-round picks for Garoppolo. Where do you think Garoppolo lands first? I think Garoppolo lands in Indy. I think he goes to Indianapolis. I think the the Colts, after trading Carson Wentz, are still looking for a guy and who's not going to be reckless like Carson Wentz. And we all know Jimmy Garoppolo is a pretty conservative quarterback. Uh who relies heavily on the run game and he's going to do that. He can do the same thing in Indy with Jonathan Taylor as you know, the lead, the lead star of the show and Jimmy G will be secondary. Okay. And just keep the, the ship afloat. Um, what do you, where think? does, I think Garoppolo goes to Indy as well. Baker's harder though. It's harder for Baker. I think. There's three teams I have I see making a run at Baker. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Um, one is the Falcons. Okay. Um, some kind of heir apparent there. You go see, you know, they like what he is, Moxie and his swag, all that kind of stuff. We could talk yourself into anything. Um one is the Panthers. Because they've ran out of options for one. And then that Matt Rule is a, he's a college quarterback. Or he's a college coach. And Baker's a college quarterback. You know? Match made in heaven. Yeah, you just think, you know, it didn't work with Darnold because of this or that. It didn't work with, you know, uh, Cam or Teddy because of this and that. But I can get it to work with, with Baker. And then my last uh, team would be the Lions. And be like a flyer. You have these two guys come in here and compete and hope you can, you know, one turns into Ryan Tannehill and has kind of a career um, resurgence or renaissance a little bit, you know? I can see that. I can see him There's going no to other option. three. How much of a chance is it that he doesn't get traded at all and they use him as an insurance plan just in case Watson gets No way. Suspended? Toxic. Won't last. Won't play ball. Won't show up. Won't uh, too proud. Won't ne- will never happen. Okay, will never happen. They'll outright cut him before if they can't work a trade out on Baker, which is possible as well. And if I'm Baker, I don't go anywhere because none of these destinations. There's no starting spot at any of these posi- uh, destinations for you until one guy goes down and I go be a hero somewhere mid season or mid even before the season starts when someone goes down for the season during training camp. Okay. That's when he has a little bit of leverage again. You have a chance to go prove yourself. But well, he's desperate to not go to the Lions or a situation that's going to cost him his career. I think he would start in Carolina. I think he'd start in Carolina, too. Maybe. Actually, I don't know. I, don't I, hear they know. Don't I think like Sam Darnold's got better weapons and tools in his, in his arsenal. In his arsenal. Maybe, but I hear that they were not satisfied with what Sam Darnold was well, able to bring course, to the table. Well, of course. That's why they're trying so hard to land Deshaun. Right. So I think they're ready to move on from Sam. I think it was a one-year project, and to see if it would work out, if he could, you know, have a resurgence to his career after mm-hmm. leaving a, you know, a terrible organization like New York. Surge. 
and he couldn't do it. And part of it was due to injury, but you know that's you got to be able to play to be a franchise quarterback. And um, I don't see why they wouldn't you know trade for Baker and he couldn't steal that job. Or I think they might draft uh, you know a quarterback this year. Where's Zach? He's uh, walking into the I, studio I, right I, now. I don't know. Zach, I had two questions. He's being talked to. You're good. I had two questions for you. We just were talking this segment about where does Garoppolo land? I guess there's an offer of two twos for him. And where does Baker land? Uh, it, it's tough. I think San Francisco and Indy are the name. Or not San Francisco. Uh, Seattle and Indy are the names out there right now. Um I guess Baker would prefer going to Indy. I think Garoppolo makes kind of more sense in Indy. Um, yeah, a two-second round picks as a heist for the 49ers. So I, I, I imagine I they'll so accept too. that trade soon. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to rack my brain right now thinking where else uh, he could go. Yeah, I, I think that makes the most sense for him, like Indy, because you won't trade him to Seattle because that's that's division rival. Um and and another big maybe Carolina. Carolina's so desperate. Um and they're yeah, yeah, maybe Carolina. That's a good one because I think Garoppolo can be a teddy type, just, you know, a warm body that's, you know, not the the worst thing yeah. in the world. And Oh, uh, I think Garoppolo could work in Indy. In uh, Indy, yeah, I I I just but Carolina I, I don't know nowhere else. No, yeah. no, no. Carolina I don't think needs... he'll work, but Carolina just needs someone who can win them games now that can be functional now to save rules. Baker job, to which Atl- is the only reason I say that. Baker to Atlanta. Baker to Detroit. I, don't think, I see Baker Indy. I think Baker's going to Indy because that's where he wants to go. Huh. Um but maybe the franchise doesn't want to do him a solid. Maybe they ship him to Seattle. I think Seattle makes a good bit of sense. Maybe they're tired of short quarterbacks and then and then yeah maybe in atlanta maybe in new orleans okay good stuff thank you it's tough uh do you feel sorry at all for baker um not really but he was drafted number one overall they paid him tons of money they gave him everything he had every opportunity and if he i think wasn't a crybaby bi you know i think he would have helped himself he did himself no favors. That's true. Uh, the only reason I would feel bad for him is the injuries that he had last year, uh, but that's part of the game, and it's bound to happen at some point in somebody's career. So I, I don't really feel too bad for him. Let's go out to the hotline real quick. Get him. not a lot of time left in this segment, but I want to get him in here. It's the one, and it's the only. It's Chuck Nasty. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Danny. Hey, buddy. Hey, Cleveland's not to let Baker Mayfield go. They need someone to cut the lawn. Yeah, that's right. That's a good point. Remember, he does all that stuff around the stadium. He's got all those yeah. keys and all that. Yeah. How are you going to replace that? Wow, look at you. Hey, so yeah. this is a, some magnificent Instacarma to Denver. You know, Peyton Manning's second year, we went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That was the worst day in the history of Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. And their quarterback was Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. So he's going to come back here and give us a little payback. I, what do you think? I, I, I like that. Sure. I like that quite a yeah. bit. You know, the football gods. You know, I'm a believer. Yeah. I'm a believer. And, uh, you know, I'm yeah. like, that was 10 years ago, but I have a long memory. And, uh, 
I, I, I you know, uh, when Peyton came, it was the, that was our best team the first year. Yeah, and, and uh, except for that guy, we can't mention his name. Uh, we'd have went to the Super Bowl and won it that year. So we had to wait four more years. And we four more years. Four. Yeah. Hey. So we finally did win. So, But uh, it's not like Peyton Manning. This is a, a, a big trade. You know, Seattle got eight players for Russell Wilson. Did they? Seven? No, we got one pick back. From them. Oh, that's right. So, so yeah, players. we traded down three players and four picks. That's like the that's seven. But it's real Jesus. close to the Herschel Walker trade. Not yeah, pretty but, close. The Ricky Williams, you no, know, it's another one of the biggest deals ever. I can remember. Yeah, and so I, I I'm pretty sure it's going to work out. <laughs> I, I really just I'm pretty I sure it's going to work out. I have a pretty good feeling about the whole thing, Chuck. I do. I do. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. And then we keep getting all these guys who keep coming and knocking on our door. Hey, can I play on your team? Mm-hmm. Like when we had Kyle Orton, they didn't do that. No, he's <laughs> he was a real jerk face. Yeah, uh, I, I want to go play with Paxton Lynch. No, nah, I never heard anyone say that. No one ever yeah. said that. You're right. But, I never heard that. All right, hey, Chuck. Well, it's good you, stuff. It's good to hear from you. You guys are hilarious. You have the funniest show in town. But I just got to say, Todd Burnham, he's dope. He is dope. All right, bro. Yeah, they do a great job. They're great guys. Love them. Love them. All right, we'll see you later, buddy. Hey, take it easy. Bye. Bye. Zach, keep it together. He's trying. Bye. Let's go to break. (laughs) Keep it together, Zach. (laughs) Zach, keep it together, he said. Wow. He thinks Zach's a little on edge. Is he on edge? He's always on edge. He's a little on edge. Don't freak out, anybody. I like that about him, though. Adds a little extra. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Two segments left worth the show. Got some Bronco stuff for you. Got a little bit more NFL stuff for you. Want to chime in on the Nuggets and Jamal Murray. Got a lot more stuff with just a little bit more time. And we'll do it on the other side of Miley Sports. Jake, your car's not drivable, but you can listen to this park in it with your beautiful sound system, just like we did. It was a great time. It's funny. What a good song, right? It'll always make me feel good. Yeah. No matter how bad my life is. <laughs> no, better, no matter how much I hate life. Those first few months were What's tough. What's up for, for Jake? <laughs> That's pretty funny. All right. Uh, thanks for being with us. Um, you can call us or text us. We can catch up with some texts if you have some of those. If you want to call us, you can do that as well. Um, I'm sure your bracket is busted. I still have a perfect bracket. What are you talking about? Well, we did have Kansas. 
when we liked Duke as well, and they're still in this thing. So I feel pretty good about that. A lot of people like Baylor. Sorry, player. Um, I liked Auburn throughout the season because I like Bruce Pearl, but I didn't. I knew they were vulnerable. Sorry, player. Because of their play down the stretch was shaky. I think, you know, I don't know. The last might have went three and three down the stretch. That's the worst time to be trading wins with losses. You need to be tuned up at that point. Um, let's see here. Uh, Iowa State was last year. They were two and twenty-two as a team. Lost eighteen straight games. Okay, turned the season around. Started the season winning, I think, twelve or fourteen of their like straight off the bat. And then had a little ugly stretch there to get them like kind of on the bubble to even be into the tournament. Well, they're a sweet 16 team now. And that's the beauty of this thing, right? That's the beauty of this tournament. St. Peter's. St. Peter's happens every year. There's a St. Peter's every year, whether it's Butler or Murray State or, um, you know, once upon a time. Gonzaga was that school, and Gonzaga's turned into almost like a poor man's Duke. You know the difference is Christian Leitner and Grant Hill. They were they're winning national championships. That's a that's a looted Gonzaga still. So unless Mark Few finds a way to you know validate everything Gonzaga's ever done his life's work, again that you know it's their season's over. Their season is over, right? Yeah, it's it hard. It, it it's tough, especially when you're trying to you know rise in the ranks of the college basketball hierarchy, and you know, this is how you do it. You you make a statement in in one of these tournaments, and your your program can be forever changed afterwards. Let me ask you this: Is this the wrong way to determine the best team in the country and a national champion? No. How would this be the wrong way? You you give sixty four I mean, teams a chance. Okay, but it's like, so in a lot of ways, can be fluky. No. In most cases, Jake, the best team doesn't win the national championship. I bet you every other year, every other year, the best team truly wins national championship. Well, yes. I yeah. mean, if you're truly the best team, then you would have won the no, national championship. No, 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 no. If you're the best team, you would have won in a best of three series or a best of five series, Jake, like the NBA does. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, take that for data. I like the uh, tournament, you know, take that for data. I like the tournament fashion, uh, you one and done. It, it adds more. Of course it does. It's know, the best to the game. It's the best, right? It's let me single hear this elimination. It, it doesn't get better than that. Let me hear this act. Did you hear what I said? I, I heard what you said and I disagree. And here's why. Okay. No one would watch college basketball. If not for the tournament, if there wasn't like a less teams, but many three on uh, best of three, um, it gets some viewership. But people love March Madness. Like I don't think you can do March Madness is. is the best. It's the best. It's great. Well, I think ahead. it's untouchable. I think it's untouchable. Why doesn't college football take a look at that? Twelve, twenty-four teams, less mm -hmm. regular season games, more playoff bracket. Make like a NIT kind of thing for some of the bowls and some of the lesser schools bracket. 
I definitely like the idea of expanding it by a lot. I just think it's tough because you can't play back-to-back games. You need like a game per week. Yeah. And then extending that season two by however many games and stuff. But if you go down to maybe like a 12-game regular season and then replace all the garbage bowl games, or keep all the garbage bowl games, but just keep make those like the round of 24 games or whatever. You know, and you still have the Gasparilla Bowl, but it's between a, a whatever, a, a two seed and a 10 seed. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. That's it. You know, that's, I think, the beauty of the tournament is that Duke or Kansas don't win it every single year because they have the most McDonald's All-Americans on the team. It wouldn't be fair. But we've proven it's it's been proven. For one, there's equally as good a basketball player of some kid, black or white, from some school in the middle of the country somewhere as opposed to a kid who's been uh through the what do they call it program AAU. Uh, the AAU program is like a has like a combine freak show has all of the measurables though obviously those kids they go to Kentucky but do you know what those are almost hardly never the best basketball players those are the best prospects athletes Athletes and you know truly pro- true true prospects. Um, so Calipari never you know turns those guys into millionaires, and he says that's what I do. I make get these guys generational money for their families. I'm turning them into you know you know rich young men, and I could appreciate his honesty about some of that stuff. But um, that's why these teams who are just have you know four uh, two two seniors, two juniors. Um and a bunch of real you know one good young player who's gonna be a top twenty NBA pick and a real roster come together that those are the teams that are you know find themselves as making runs in the tournament like that's like a Villanova kind of in a lot of ways right Villanova's not cranking out lottery picks they hardly ever do and that's it you yeah. know so that's that's I think that is the true beauty of it and if you think well it's not fair to the Dukes and the Kansases. Well, Duke and Kansas get some guys who are going to stick around for more than a couple of years and build a team, and then let's, see, then let's see what happens. I think another great part of single elimination in the tournament is that a team has to be damn near perfect uh, to actually go and win the whole thing You know, for the entire tournament. It's, you can't mess up because you have uh, an extra game in hand in the series, and you could take one night you know, off a little bit. It's a hundred percent. All systems go. You can't make any mistakes. Too big mistakes to where it's going to cost you the game. Otherwise, you're you're going home. All right. Uh, set up a break so we can have one last full segment. Look at you. We have still a lot to get into. One final segment worth of show. Michael McDonald, Jake, is brought to you by. Angelo CDs and more. If you've never been to Angel- uh, an Angelo's, I don't know what you're doing. For one, damn, there's like a such a charm to going into like an old record shop and digging through vinyl and looking at CDs and just looking at all the cool stuff that the Angelo's locations have. If you haven't been there, go check them out. Go holler at Angelo and their guys there. Man, it's so cool. When you walk downstairs to look at the vinyl at Angelo's on Broadway, it's like, man, it takes you back. Like, it's really cool. So um, 
an institution is Angelo's. They've always been for a long time, so go check those guys out. Uh, 303-831-1340, the hotline, the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Got a little bit more Russell Wilson stuff on the other side. A couple more NFL news and notes, and then we'll get out of here. Danny and Jake, it's My Life Sports. You ready, Jake? I'm ready. I'm ready, Snake. Are you? Let's blow. Girl, I must warn you. Final segment. Aftermath Monday edition of the program. 303-831-1340. Hotline and text line. Still time to get at us. We have about 10 minutes left here. Uh, Type any loose ends. From a pretty big sports weekend. As we ramp up, I mean, what's next? The draft? Or are we just kind of, uh, we're, are we in the honeymoon stage with Russell right now, kind of? Yeah, I mean, any interview he does, any, you know, community service, any, yeah. you know, clip that we see of him is going to be, uh, you know, just gold to Broncos fans and Broncos country. Uh, so right now he can do no wrong. I agree. Feeling good. Um, let's go out to the hotline and get our guy Danny. Hey, Danny. There's only one Danny, me. <laughs> we know that's a lie. There's only one Danny on these streets. Yeah, me. And it's Danny Zuko. Danny Zuko, yeah. What's going on? They got smoked last night, huh? Yeah, yeah, but the Celtics are red hot. They're like the hottest team in the league. They've been on a a, a tear, and they were kind of a buzzsaw last night. Um, you know, I'm not mad at the Nuggets, man. They've um, they're playing shorthanded. It's a long season, 82 games. Um, two years ago, we went through the COVID bubble stuff, and then last year the season was shortened. So now again, you know, this is the first year in a few years where they've ramped up and gone hard like this. The schedule's, you know, different now. It seems like games are on top of each other. It almost feels like there's been no break for for these guys and a team like the Nuggets who, again, you have two guys who are used to playing over 30 minutes, 35 minutes a game in Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. out. Those all those minutes are going to all these other guys who either are you know not used to these kind of minutes, and some dudes probably on overload. Jeff Green's 35, 36 years old. You know, Monte Morris has never played these kind of minutes, and let let you know, let alone our superstar in Jokic, who is you know so great, who's been so awesome. I'm sure he's a little bit wore out, but I, I, no excuses. It's just what it is. Yeah. But that ball wasn't hitting, going in that rim at all. No, no, no. They were just shooting it. Monte Morris was just missing easy. And then the Celtics aren't one of those teams that like, oh, they're up 18. They're going to let a team get back in it. Now they play good defense. They they got gritty, gutty guys. They're sticky and they're long. And they made it tough on the Nuggets. They're, you know, that's not a good matchup for the Nuggets. Well, plus their two stars went for 30 each. You can't stop that. You know what I mean? They just need to get back. It doesn't seem like they're going to come back this year. Either one of them. Who? Uh, Murray or... No, I don't think so either. Well, again, it's like 
I believe like there's a, people believe that oh we'll take him back anytime and let's just get him ready for get tell him to you know let's get him for the playoffs and they're gonna come in there and just you know uh, start knocking down shots oh no way there, he's Jamal Murray's barely practicing in Grand Rapids with dudes like us you know what I mean so he's so far away from really being able to play high level basketball he can't match up with donovan mitchell right now and Ja Morant and some of these guys right now he's not there and he's not getting we're realizing he's not going to be there the rest of the year so what are we going to do go you know jeopardize the comeback here and some of next season it's just what it is this ride that we're on this season they're six seed they'll probably finish a six seed go in the playoffs have a chance to win the first round get us into the second round we'll see what happens and then you yeah. know, what, what, that's it. I mean, so yeah, that's the only positive thing is that they're young, but it's so sad that it's happening. So right it now, sucks. I mean, it sucks. You know yeah, that it sucks. But right. they got a good squad. The Joker's Joker's the deal. I think they make all. If Jamal comes back, they can handle the championship. But the Nuggets have really done it the right way, and they've done this thing the right way. And what I mean by that is <laughs> Philadelphia. When you just tank and sell out and then draft Nerlens Noel and then Markel Fultz and oh look I got lucky with Embiid and then I draft you know Ben Simmons that's cheap that's loser stuff that's that's bona fide loser stuff the Nuggets you know what they did when they traded Carmelo they kept trying to win instead of tanking out and trying to start over they they tried to win and then after they hired Brian Shaw who was the worst disaster of a head coach ever um they could have tanked after that they didn't they didn't instead they 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 remain kind of competitive you miss on Emmanuel Moutier. you know that was a big miss what happens you go find Jamal Murray the next round you dip back in the next round you draft Jokic in the second round you develop these guys the rest is history there's been no tank and there's been no there's been no loser in the nuggets they've tried to do it the right way and i believe i personally believe that the basketball gods are going to smile upon the nuggets in the next couple years because of the way they've done it and we're going to win something Joker's a you know how tom brady is a Lowest pick to be the best quarterback. Is Joker the lowest pick to become the best? What? What? Because he's breaking Larry Bird's record, right? Oh, Will Chamberlain, bro. <laughs> Will Cha- Jokic is breaking Will Chamberlain record. Will Chamberlain's Will Chamberlain's like Babe Ruth. Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like that, but like Will Chamberlain, man, that's like, uh, it, like it, he's like Babe Ruth. It's like, did he even exist, or is he like Paul Bunyan? You know what I mean? Or is it just like a myth? Joker. I can't hear you, bro. He's doing it in the quicker with the yeah. The well, do you know what? I think I think the Nuggets are going to have a chance to make some kind of move this off season for Michael Porter Jr. and bring in that elusive Bradley Bill or someone who's like going to come in here and take it over the top, take it to the next level. Be the shooting guard or the play guard. Um, like he's a small forward kind of shooting guard is Bradley Bill. I mean, like the values down on him now. They could have got so much more a couple years ago. They can't win with any, you know, from Wessel Westbrook to Spencer Dinwiddie, whatever they're trying to do. They to, to Porzingis, they can't get it right. They're not going anywhere. So Michael Porter Jr. is young and talented. 
you know, you maybe he becomes a star if he does. I wish him the best. I won't be mad at him because I know I'm getting a Bradley Bill in return, a guy who's going to come here and be the missing piece, and this team will, you know, go be a 60-58 win, 60-win juggernaut and just go be the best team in the West like the Suns. That's what we need. We need one more piece. One more piece. I want them to be the championship. That's a, they deserve it. They, they deserve a championship. Oh, man, I'd love it for them. I'd love it for the Nuggets. I think this a franchise in professional sports, one that's like kind of does deserve it, like you said. You know, really, really good. Uh, great fan base. Right. NFL NBA championship, right? Great players overall. The years, you know, history of the, you know, the years. It's just always it's always been the Lakers in our way forever. Whenever the Nuggets are really good, the, the Lakers are really good. Those two, three years are not in our way either now, so that's a good sign. Well, again, it's Magic Johnson and Kobe Bryant who are, got in the way of the Nuggets winning a championship. And I don't yeah. know if they'd have won it back in the 80s when they had those great teams, but I do know if they'd have got by Kobe Bryant that year that the they would have faced the Orlando Magic and Dwight Howard in the NBA Finals and the Nuggets with Melo and Kamar and... Um, Ty Lawson and those guys, and you know, would have won a won a, or oh, it was Chauncey, uh, would have won it all. Was Ty Lawson on the team? I think they moved Ty Lawson after Chauncey because Ty was a little butt hurt. Hey, we gotta <laughs> yeah, go, they're bro. Not in our way, though. They're not in our way, right? The Lakers. No, Lakers. no, no. I like that. You're right. That's right. Do you know what? anything can happen? The Suns don't have Chris Paul, and yeah. the Jazz are lost a player or two. Ingles and another guy. They're not as good as they kind of were. And then Memphis is young too. So, like, those are the teams in the way. And then there's Golden State, who's aging. I think the Nuggets are kind of on par with these teams. We'll see what happens, bro. I'm excited for it. I'm not going to sell the Nuggets short. They're going to make a run at this thing. Yeah, I think so, too. All right, bro. I'll let you go. All right, later. Probably real. Everybody else sucks. That's the whole show. We got nothing left to give. Tomorrow will be a Taco Tuesday. We'll come back. We'll be better. And good job, Jake. Appreciate it. Sorry about your car, man. Um, listeners, if you want to Venmo Jake or something, a few bucks, that's cool. Or bring by some McMuffins or whatever from our little McMuffin Jake. Uh, for Zach Seegers and Jake Meyer, Anilo and Z- Andrew are next. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Stop. 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 Stop.